man, we in this bitch, man. We in this bitch, episode 129, man. Thin line between Genius and Insanity, hosted by yours truly. Oh, gee! Hash, who the fuck it is, man? Hey, you know why I'm here. I know why the fuck you here, man. Let's keep this shit going, man. We're in the grind to hunt. This shit don't stop for a motherfucking soul. Let's get this motherfucking episode cracking, man. Welcome to Raw is OG. Hatch, man, you know the fuck they never play on me, man. DJ, hit me! Welcome back to another motherfucking episode of the Thin Line Between Genius and Insanity podcast hosted by yours truly. Oh, gee! Now, spin the block for them hating ass niggas in the back, let them on the flies, highs, coolest, smoothest motherfucking host of them all. Oh, gee! Hash, you know the fuck it is, man. What's up with y'all? I hope that they're looking good, feeling good, staying safe. It's a whole lot of shit going on in Trish Matasha each and every motherfucking episode. I want to shout out to everybody around the world that's tapped in, joined the conversation, man. Uh, I truly appreciate all of the motherfucking support. For the people that's tapped in on YouTube at OG Hash TV, man, as you see at the bottom of the motherfucking screen right now, we're on the grind to hunt, man. That shit don't stop for a motherfucking soul, man. Episode 129. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus motherfucking Christ. We're already well over a quarter way to uh, the grind 200, man. Um, this shit is this shit going by pretty fast, man. I feel like I'm in a good groove with this shit, man. So I want to make sure I come here today and keep this shit going. Man. It's a late night recording. Um, it's, it's roughly right, almost 8 o'clock at night. Usually I let the game this month for around the 4 or 5 range. Um, but the late game came on. We had the Houston Rockets today. Uh, we ended up losing that game. We got on a nice little run. These are some important games, so I wanted to watch the game beforehand. I usually don't because that shit kind of tipped my, you know what I'm saying, my mood when it comes to recording. But I'm in such a good flow of things in my everyday, you know what I'm saying, day-to-day personal life type shit. I'm in such a good flow that, man, came down and really knocked me off my knocker, man. So uh, shout out to everybody around the world, man. It's tapped in right now. That's that's finding a good groove of things. You know what I'm saying? That's in a good groove. I mean, for the people that's not in a good groove, that's going through a rough patch right now, Man, look, shake that shit off. When you wake up tomorrow, let that shit be over with, man. Once you turn this episode on, I'm with you, brother. <laughs> or I'm with you, sister. <laughs> let that shit go, man. Be, be prepared for greatest, man. That shit will, you know what I'm saying, take over the motherfucking day for you. Um, it's a lot of shit I want to get into, man. Episode 129, on the ground to run, man. Shit don't stop for a motherfucking soul. I want to shout out to everybody that's tapping on YouTube right now, OG Hacks TV. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Ring, the, uh, ring that bell, drop a comment, also to YouTube and say, for my audio listeners, man, the Spotify people, Apple people, uh, all the, uh, Anchor, all the, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that shit, man. Uh, subscribe to the monthly channel, rate and review the monthly channel, leave a review, all the good shit, man. I'm going to tap in with y'all on that side of things as well. Um, uh, so I want to get into, obviously, man, um, you know, since the last time I recorded, man, I told y'all, man, I'm going, I'm getting into the swing of getting back outside type shit, so... Uh, I told y'all, I, I went and got me a new car and shit. Nothing too crazy, just something to get me to point A to point B type shit. Uh, no more Jeeps for right now. You know what I'm saying? Nigga trying to get some shit in order before I get another big boy. Uh, but the first thing I did is I went to the motherfucking mall, bro. Like, I don't like going to the mall. It's something about the mall that really bothers me. Like, 
everybody knows I talk shit about New York. It's kind of because I don't like New York City. The layout, I hate how it's that many people in such a small place. I'm not claustrophobic at all, but it's like I don't like OC shit. When there's just too much going on at one time, it kind of fucks with me. And that's kind of like the mall. Like, I hate going to the mall. I hate running into people at the mall. Like, I, I ran to a few motherfuckers at the mall when I went, and I ain't like that shit. Oh, hey, hush. No, nigga, fuck you. Like, <laughs> 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 hey, no, nigga, fuck you. Leave me alone. If I didn't come directly up to you and speak, do not speak to me when you see me at the mall. But I went to the mall, you know what I'm saying? Had a few extra dollars on me, so I wanted to go to the mall and give me some shit, you know? So, nigga, wanted to just. Buy some more for me clothes, man. I ain't bought no clothes in Hellas. I'm one of those niggas, man. I, I buy some clothes and I'll be wearing that shit for Hellas. And I look up and it's been like two years and I've been wearing the same motherfucker me, seven motherfucker me pairs and sweats and shit. Like, so you gotta switch that shit up every once in a while. Shit started to get fade away. It's just the fade look dingy and shit. Like a nigga was looking kind of crazy and I had to look up and realize what the fuck was going on. So of course, nigga went to the mall. You know what I'm saying? Went crazy, went and bought other clothes and other shit like that. Um. But this thing about getting back into the swing, being out in the public and being in the swing of things, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, people watching, it's a lot of weird-ass motherfuckers out here, man. It's a lot of creepy motherfuckers. It's a lot of motherfuckers doing a lot of shit that just bothers me. And it's like, the more I try to get out here, it's like, I don't know, man. I'd rather just sit my black ass at the crib. <laughs> I mean, really rather do that shit, man. But it's a daily, it's a daily process, you know what I'm saying? It's an everyday challenge type shit, you know what I'm saying, with Toronto. Convert to a new way of living, being outside type shit. But I will document this process. <laughs> um, this whole last show I want to get on this episode, man. It's going to get right to the motherfucking be docket, man. Um, you know, I want to discuss how the hate for black women is crazy. You know, it's one thing that's, that's, that's really been bothering me that I've been seeing on social media from all these celebrities, um, anybody who has an opinion. You know, that's the thing about social media. Social media gave everyone an opinion. And I could be a hypocrite. It's goddamn social media is giving me a, a goddamn a voice for an opinion. <laughs> that's what the fuck this, pl- this platform is all about. This is a product of social media type shit. You know, I really don't like the way people are treating Megan and Stallion. And it's weird how people are, how people are doing this because... I told y'all, man, we in a day and age where domestic violence is watered down, right? And to a certain point, I'm not even trying to talk about domestic violence. I guess it kind of ties into that because we well past that. We way past the motherfucker put hands, feet, elbows, and even bite motherfuckers. We way past that. This is the point in time where a woman was shot. Or a nigga pulled out a gun and a gun went off and a woman was shot. She was bleeding. She was wounded. A nigga's been found guilty. A nigga's awaiting sentencing right now. And anytime you hear a celebrity be asked about this Megan Thee Stallion Tory Lane situation, they still walk on eggshells. They still lend their support for Tory Lanez. You got Nicki Minaj dissing Megan Thee Stallion right now. You know, it, it, it blew my it blows my mind how no one, everyone's not wrapping their arms around Megan Thee Stallion when the nigga's been found guilty of shooting her. She still getting distracts laid on her. It's still motherfuckers talking about how they still fuck with Tori, how they keep his head up, how they still fuck with Megan too, but they don't want to get in between. What is there to get in between at this point? The nigga's found guilty. I've never seen so many times. I've never seen 
<laughs> so many people in the instance talk about a bad look. Like you would think this nigga was OJ, but I'm not gonna lie to you. You would think Tory Lanez was fucking OJ or he just killed Abraham Lincoln or some shit. Like he being railroaded for fucking a presidential murder. So it, it makes no sense how everyone's in such a uh, in, in such hesitant steps, you know, when discussing Tory Lanez. When it's a black woman that this nigga just shut, this nigga's not even an American. This nigga's not even American. <laughs> She's from Houston. She's an American. That's a Houston ass. That's USDA approved ass right there. And y'all riding with the Canadian nigga still. It blows my mind. And I sit back and I and I watched. Then when I brought up the whole Joe Biden shit, when Michael B. Jordan was on the red carpet, an old girl that went to high school with him, Michael B. Jordan got his late back type shit. She used to call a nigga corny. Thought him nigga was a joke. His name, you know, he had his head shot to school. All that good shit. And he got his late back on the red carpet. And how Joe Budden came to defense, you know what I'm saying, of her. Talking about why would you do that to our black sisters? I didn't even know the bitch was black. And I'm saying bitch because, yeah, I, I'm talking. I don't give a fuck. I didn't even know the bitch was black. You want you want me to be you want me to have some motherfucker me uh, uh uh some sympathy for for a bitch that used to clown a nigga in high school now he getting his lick back? What the fuck? What the fuck is Joe Budden standing out there on the forefront for Megan the Stallion when she's still not getting her, the, the motherfucker me love and support that she should be getting after getting shot by a nigga? Why? Because y'all niggas like Tory Lanez, y'all don't like Michael B. Jordan. It blows my mind, dog. And like every fuck, I, I'm seeing, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even just seeing men celebrities that's that's walking on eggshells about this shit. I'm literally seeing females. I'm seeing, I just saw Cash Dog, Cash Dog, a fucking female, a, a female hip hop rapper, artist. She's a lady MC. She's a lady M motherfucking C. If you would think there would be any people that would be in lockstep with Megan and Stallions in a situation like this, it would at least be other African-American fucking female rappers. You would at least think like they got a fucking bond or some shit. Like, you would at least think those would be the people she could depend on having her fucking back. But when Cash Dolls being asked about this, everybody talking about some, I don't know what happened that night. What the fuck you mean you don't know what happened that night? If that's the case, nigga, I don't know what happened any motherfucking night. Anybody's ever been locked up for some shit they got accused of doing. What the fuck you think they proved in court, bitch? But it's not just cash, though. I'm seeing other women do it. I'm seeing other men do it. And these are all people in prominent situations, prominent, that's rubbing elbows with Megan Thee Stallion. So now y'all thinking about Megan Thee Stallion's POV with this shit, right? Not only is she a victim of being shot, no man, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm just seeing 600 Breezy come out and say she, she must have been beating that nigga Tory Lane's ass. She, she looked the type that be slapping a nigga around. I've never seen so many times where everybody's making an excuse and trying to justify why this, why a woman should be shot. I've never seen this before. So not only is Megan Thee Stallion sitting back like, damn, I'm a fucking victim of being shot by a nigga. Also, nobody fucking believe me. Also, now that the nigga's been proven guilty, nobody's even fucking with Nobody still is fucking with me. Everybody's still acting like this nigga ain't doing it. Everybody's still acting like it's some railroad job. Now, let me not be a hypocrite. I did come on this podcast and I did express that, hey, motherfuckers is saying, yo, rock nation, rock nation type shit. But once a nigga get proven guilty, fam, 
I can't say shit. I'm just saying nigga that say, bro, I believe that the system is built to railroad niggas. But if a nigga be the case, I'm not finna be the nigga saying he did the shit. If a nigga got money like two lands got money, and a nigga can't get off, my nigga, you did the shit. I'm just, I'm being real with you. I've never, like, like I said, like motherfuckers are saying, you've never seen a case where a motherfucker saying that you shot, that they shot them, and that person's willing to take the stand, and the motherfucker didn't plead out. This shit's not gonna go in your favor, buddy. But even with all that shit going on, it's still people acting like he can still be innocent. This can still be a railroad job. It's still motherfuckers doing that. And nobody's paying attention to the African-American woman who's a victim of being shot by a bitch-ass nigga. And now she got other motherfuckers. Now she got women dissing her. Not Nicki Minaj dissing her. You would think this would be the time when motherfuckers wouldn't be dissing Megan and Stallion after she just got shot by a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody understands she's like, oh, she, 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 she LIA right now. She on some other shit. She probably laying around getting fucked by a nigga partisan or some shit. They haven't, they haven't love type shit. They in love type shit. She's recuperating. Album probably coming in the next five to six months. We you know we've seen this movie before. But you would think motherfuckers would give her her space type shit. Or at least give her her, her support from, from a distance. But motherfuckers is walking on eggshells, and it's the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life. You got motherfuckers rather support a bitch getting clowned on the red carpet by a nigga she used to bully that don't even look black. But motherfuckers want to throw the black card out there instead of supporting the, the clear, the clear fucking black woman. Hey, you see her, you see her ass? You see, you, you see that face? You see, you see that body type? That's a that's a black woman for real, nigga. But ain't nobody jumping on and supporting her. It's wild to me. It truly is wild. I thought I I can't explain it. I can't explain it. But I feel for Megan the Stallion, bro. When you truly sit back and think about what the fuck is really going on and how people is moving about this situation, it's weird, bro. It truly is weird because like nobody really believes it. Like nobody really believes that old boy shot her. Like, even with this nigga sitting in jail right now, you got motherfuckers rather believe that Jay-Z mastermind all this shit somehow. That shit crazy. <laughs> that shit truly is crazy, man. Uh, moving on, man. Let's get into this nigga Troy Ave, man. Troy motherfucker Ave. Yo, I talked about this a few episodes ago about how the old Tax Stone and uh, Troy Ave shit was going to trial. Well, Come to find out that Troy Ave had literally testified um, in the case on Monday. Now, just for a um, quick recap, people that don't know what the fuck going down. Um, apparently, what happened is Tax Stone and Troy Ave had some beef. Tax Stone is a hip-hop podcaster. Um, he had a nice little buzz. He's one of them niggas. Well, he's one of the first niggas who had buzz outside of the Joe Budden uh, and Charlemagne and shit like that. Tax Stone was like the nigga that was coming in right up out of that way. Um, his he, shoes getting lit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but he got locked up. He was he was notorious. He was known for having beef with Troy Ave. The niggas was going back and forth and shit like that. Um, apparently, shit one night the niggas called each other at a Ti concert out there at Urban Plaza, I believe it was. Um, apparently, nigga Tax Stone pulled out the blink on the nigga. Shit shot Troy Ave twice in both his legs. Shot um, Troy Ave uh, bodyguard, his best friend, killed him. 
Um, shit, Troy App rushed the gun away from the nigga. You know what I'm saying? And they, they start running after Tub, taxed on with the pistol, shooting in the club and shit. A whole motherfucking movie scene, right? Unfortunately, you know, left someone dead, rest in peace. To my prayers and condolences. Uh, I believe there were two other people who died that night or really got shot that night. So it really it was a big motherfucker scene. And for the people that's watching, the topic is, is Troy Ab the hardest ever? Because let me let me just say this. I understand that Troy Ab isn't a like nigga. I, look, I'm not going to sit and say I like the nigga. I'm not going to sit and say the nigga's the dopest rapper in the world. To me, he, he, he was still in a lot of 50 cent shit. He was doing the Pop Smoke shit before Pop Smoke, still in a lot of 50 cent shit and trying to like remake it type shit. But Troy Ave is a gangster rapper, quote unquote. And what Troy Ave just did was like some of the gangsters, like some, like, like the thing about this life shit, depending on who does what, is what people, how people view it. Because if a nigga like Troy Ave, it, what Troy Ave did, right? A nigga he got beef with, come down, come to him in the club, run down on him, shoot him in both his legs, kill his homeboy. Somehow, some way, Troy Ave managed to do that shit. They get the wrestling and tussling for the gun. He take the gun away and start dumping at the motherfucker that just killed him and shot, killed his homeboy and shot him. Like if, they, if motherfucking me Kodak Black did that, if if motherfucking me Lil Dirt did that, if motherfucking me. If Future did that, nigga, if, if, if Drake did some shit like that, niggas would go crazy. They'd be the, the hardest rappers in the world. Niggas give Tupac so much motherfucking credit for 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 shooting that under uh for for them um for them undercover unmarked police uh, officers. They didn't even know. Niggas give Tupac so much credit for that shit. He shot the cops. Nigga, he did not know they was police. Ain't no nigga in their right mind ever, ever. Shooting that police, knowing them niggas is police. I don't give a fuck what the fuck you think that nigga going through. Ain't no nigga in his right mind doing that. But niggas ain't gonna give Troy Ave credit for doing what the fuck he did because it's Troy fucking Ave. But now you got Troy Ave taking a stand. And now you got people trying to call Troy Ave a snitch. Me personally, I don't think that's snitch. I'll be honest with you. When it comes to self-defense, it can't be snitching. Because you can't tell. Then it's like this, bro. When it's self-defense, it can't be snitching. But if I got beef with a nigga, dog, I'm not holding my butt. Like, nigga, I'm not keeping you out of trouble. Like, that's what I don't get. Like, sometimes with this shit, when you really think about it, it's like, why do niggas, why we got to keep niggas out of trouble? We don't like, huh? Why, why is that the case? Because if Troy have a tax loan, truly got beef with each other, and a nigga, you just you just tried to kill me, and you killed my homeboy, and you trying to pin the murder on me. Why would I shut the fuck up? Why would I be quiet? Because of the streets? Wow. You want me to be quiet? Let you pin a murder on me because of the motherfucking streets. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> do y'all understand what the fuck y'all asking niggas to do? Because not only is true, not only the motherfuckers trying to pin the murder on Troy Ave, because when all this shit went off, they tried to put the murder on Troy Ave because Troy Ave was running that nigga down and shooting the fucking pistol. But not only was that because you in New York, nigga, that's like 15, 20 years you shooting a gun in a public area like that. 
So Troy Allen was facing 15 years for shooting a gun in the club anyway. So you want that nigga to face 15 years and get locked up for the fucking murder and attempted murder. Some shit that you did? So it comes out that Troy Allen ended up testifying to only do a year in jail um, for, you know what I'm saying, shooting a gun off in the club and shit like that. What nigga in their right mind wouldn't take that dip? That's like the deal of the motherfucking century. You mean to tell me I did some shit? I'm trying to kill a nigga in front of hundreds of motherfucking people. And you mean to tell me you're going to offer me to testify against the nigga that just tried to kill me and kill my homeboy? The nigga I just tried to kill? Why the fuck would I shut the fuck up? That's the that's the, the that's God, nigga. That's <laughs> 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 God saying, "Nah, I got you, B." What the fuck do you mean? To me, this is some of the illest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like Troy Ave may be the illest nigga in the rap game right now. Niggas was talking about that King Von. Yeah, King Von ain't me. King Von crashed over over a girl. That wasn't even his girl. He, he crashed over a bitch that wasn't even his bitch. That he wasn't even fucking. <laughs> That's crazy. Nigga, nigga uh, Troy F trying to body niggas. <laughs> like, nah, man, I'm rolling with Troy. <laughs> I'm rolling with Troy, man. But no, see, I think that's some of the hardest shit that you could have that, that can, that's probably ever been done in hip hop. And I think because it's fucking Troy F, niggas ain't gonna give that the credit that truly deserve. We get we get fifty cent more credit for getting shot nine times. The motherfuckers look give Troy F credit for what the fuck he just did. And once again, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a sad situation. I'm not trying to, you know, I, I don't want to make too much light too light of it because somebody did lose their life. People were shot. People are going to prison for fucking ever. Tax on he ain't getting out no time soon. He's done. He's cooked. He's pretty much cooked. So I don't want to make light of the situation. But the situation is fucking crazy. Because shit like this don't happen on a day-to-day basis. And when shit happens in hip-hop, it usually amplifies the artist. Like, niggas, when niggas go to jail, go to prison, like, poo shice before example. We all know the Boosie example. We all know when Boosie got out, how people love Boosie. We all know the Gucci situation. Let's talk about a nigga who's finna get out pretty soon. Like, Prince Shasty went to prison, what, two, two and a half years ago? It, it's probably already been three at this point. I'm not even gonna lie to you. He probably went to prison in 2020. Prince Shasty probably only got like a year and a half, two years left. When Prince Shasty get out, Prince Shasty gonna be big as fuck. Now, am I a fan of Prince Shasty? Ah, fuck no. But I but I'm already seeing the love and support that motherfuckers giving Pooh I seen the one of his uh, recent pictures just went uh, viral like a week or two ago when him in prison giving an update and shit like that. And everybody posting this shit up going crazy for Pooh When Pooh to get the fuck out, Pooh gonna go his career gonna go right back to where the fuck it was. It's gonna be up to him to maintain this shit. We seen this shit with Bobby Schmurder and Rowdy Rebel. Certain shit amplifies rappers, you know what I'm saying, persona and rap career. Certain shit makes people believe you even more. So a nigga like Troy Ave, who's a quote-unquote gangster rapper from what? The Bronx? He's from New York. I'm just saying New York. I don't want to disrespect no boroughs and shit like that. 
I know them niggas take that shit very motherfucking serious. But a nigga from New York, a gangster rapper, nigga just did that. Nigga supposed to go platinum the next day. Nigga supposed to have a feature with Kodak Black lying the fuck up right now. Stepping on shit. Remix with the NBA Young Boy. It, stepping on shit part two, nigga. <laughs> stepping on shit three. You better run out six remixes with that motherfucker. But because it's short ass, niggas ain't gonna let that shit slide. That shit, that shit crazy, man. Short ass, I ain't gonna lie to you, my boy. I don't fuck with you. You, 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 you probably the realest nigga doing it. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> you probably the realest nigga doing it, but I ain't gonna fucking lie. I'm moving on, man. Let's get into this nigga Diplo, man. <sighs> you know, look, man. <sighs> Y'all niggas be, look, man. <laughs> so y'all niggas out here letting niggas suck y'all dick, man? Wow. That's what y'all into? Wow. I mean, look, I know it's 2023, man. I, and I always tell people love who you love. But it's just certain shit I never want to hear in my life. <laughs> so if you don't know who Diplo is, Diplo is a fucking world-renowned music uh, producer. Um. Diplo has been making some wild comments. I don't know what show this is. What show is this? Is, on, is this on No Jumper? I believe I got this on No Jumper, but I don't know what podcast this is. Let me see if I can play this right fast. All right, so. Yeah. Okay, so I want to play this clip. Diplo was pretty much explaining how he got a blowjob from a nigga. But he don't get he, he he don't get turned on by men. Now my whole thing is this: before I play this clip, you gotta be a you gotta like it's, it's, look, I was on a wrestling team, right? <laughs> I was on the wrestling team, and on the wrestling team, there's a lot of gay shit that happens on the wrestling. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Now, did I ever partake and say gay things? No. I didn't do these things. Not to my knowledge. I've seen niggas on the wrestling team slap dicks. I've seen niggas, you know, some pinch nipples. It's like some weird shit. I've seen it. And it gets even weirder than the wider school type shit. I went to a I went to a black school and seen gay shit on the wrestling team. So I already know what it's like at a fucking private school. And on a lacrosse team, I'm pretty sure. They fucking putting dick in ears and shit. I'm pretty sure type shit, right? But I've never seen it. I've never seen nor have I ever heard a nigga on a wrestling team ever talk about getting his dicks up by another nigga and liking it, but then saying he wasn't gay. So to hear Diplo say that he's, you know, he's got his, his, his dicks up, but he's not into men. It's some wild shit. That lets that's it makes, it makes me ask this question. Is there a sick, is there a secret set of rules? You know what I'm saying? That's floating around out there. Like for let's, let's get into it, man. Like, is there a secret set of rules out there? When you get into this artist, like this, you know, this transgender shit, you know what I'm saying? People, uh people cutting their titties off shit. Like when you get into people turn themselves into dragon shit. Like, you get into all this shit, right? Is there, like, a secret set of rulers floating around out there in California and, like, San Francisco and Vegas? Like, because this shit is weird, bro. 
this shit ain't right. This shit ain't normal. Ain't no heterosexual man saying no shit like that. And I, I'm not saying everybody has to be heterosexual. But what I'm saying is, you gotta make shit make sense. You can't sit here and tell me you are getting your fucking dick sucked by men and you not gay. You can't tell me you're getting your dick sucked by men and you're not into men. Now you just playing on my intelligence, bro. I'm be honest with you. Now I'm offended. Now see, now I gotta get mad and start questioning your sexuality like we're taking a fucking test. Because what the fuck do you mean you're not into somebody but you're allowing them to suck your dick? Even if this was like a fat bitch and you was like, man, she, I, ain't, I don't even think she fine. Bro, she's a woman. So I get that. But you're not gonna let no man suck your dick but you only into women. That don't make sense. That don't make sense, Mr. Diplo. <laughs> that don't make sense. You dipping a little too low, my boy. Let me play this motherfucking clip, man. Let me listen to this shit. What if I got a blowjob from a guy before? You sh- you're sure that's happened? Yeah. And you you just don't remember? I mean, you're not being you're saying you're, you're not committing to it, but you're yeah. saying you're sure it happened. For sure. But you don't have a specific memory of it. Like I don't know if it's gay. Unless you like make eye contact while there's the blowjob. That's happens. such a straight guy thing. To wow. Say. I mean, getting blowjobs not that gay. I think. I don't know. It's a you tell me. <laughs> but what were we about to talk, talk about? We were gay? talking about Bill Clinton. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a serious podcast. Okay. Get the fuck out of here. You know what the thing is? Okay, so now that I actually seen that clip for the first time. Because when I first, I only read like the quotes and shit, right? That's my first time seeing that clip. I'm gonna say this. Because that just explained a lot to me. For anybody that's in that clip of that, he's sitting down with a woman, as you guys have heard from listening to it. He's sitting down with a woman, right? And I'm looking at by the way he's looking at this woman. I don't believe her. I don't believe him. I, look, I'm not, look, I usually take niggas for face value and, and take them word for word what they say. I don't believe Diplo got his dick sucked by no man. Now that I just listen to that shit, Scratch everything I just said before that. I don't believe Diplo got his dick sucked by no man. He, he couldn't commit to it. And the way he was looking at Shorty, he was looking at her like he thought that was some shit she would be into type shit. Like she was sitting there smiling and blushing and shit. You can tell she was a little odd. She thought the shit was kind of creepy. But she was kind of smiling and shit. He was looking at her like he thought that would be some shit she was into. Like he, I don't know what kind of interview or kind of podcast type shit that, that show is. But he thought she was into some shit like that when he said that. And quickly he realized, nah. Nigga, we was talking about Bill Clinton this motherfucker. <laughs> 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 now I don't believe Diplo getting his dick sucked by men. That was just that was just too awkward. But I don't even say why you legal. You know what? Hold on, man. I don't understand. Why he would do that? Because he fell into the trap that I see a lot of niggas fall into. And it's not even about, you know what I'm saying, getting on the podcast and trying to say interesting things. It's when niggas get around women, niggas find any way and every way to try to over-sexualize themselves. Niggas are find anywhere in the world to try to make it seem like they're the nastiest niggas ever. When they, if, they, if a chick is into some freaky shit, a, a nigga that tries his best to be like, I'm even freakier type shit. A nigga that tries his best to make himself stand, stand out even more. When I'm watching that clip, that nigga think that she's into that shit. 
Because the nigga time when nigga someone is not getting she look a nigga and look him in the eyes type shit. Come on, my nigga, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You know, I can't even count on my hand. I mean, motherfucking many times I looked a bitch in her, in her eyes when she was sucking my shit. I'm looking up at the ceiling, nigga. I'm, oh my god, <laughs> nigga, I'm reaching for pillows, nigga. What are you, what are you talking about? Diplo, there's the niggas fall, niggas fall into that trap, man. Like men are still men at the end of the day. That's the best way I can explain. Men are still men at the end of the motherfucking day. And a lot of times men are say some shit to women and in an exchange where sure she can just be having a normal conversation. For the for the woman it can be to, totally normal. But for the man, it's such a high pressurized moment because that nigga is not just having a normal conversation. He's, he, he's trying to sound smooth and cool and slip some shit in there to, to let sure you know where he really trying to take shit. And the way that nigga Dippo is looking at her now, I don't believe he are just getting his dick sucked by men. Because if he is, that's just gay, first of all. But at this point, I'm not going to call Diplo gay. I'm going to call Diplo a, a lame-ass nigga for being that old, still trying to impress bitches and lying on his dick type shit. To lie on little dick about getting some hair from another man's crazy. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck you think you're going to get some pussy by saying you let a nigga suck your dick. That's crazy, my boy. <laughs> That's crazy. I've told many lies in my life. I've told many, 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 many motherfucking lies in my life. I ain't never told shit like that. <laughs> I ain't never even thought about, man, what if I said such and such and such and such? Man, fuck no. Nah. <laughs> I can't even play that shit on the podcast, my nigga. Fuck no. Nah. Now I'm recording airways, my nigga. <laughs> Real motherfucking talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> moving on, man. Right. Let's get into the Drake tour. Drake announced the tour with 21 Savage, man. They're going to do an arena tour. Um, you know, I'm bringing it up on this podcast because I'm still shocked that Drake is doing arena tours. Like, and the reason why I'm bringing it up because I'm not trying to shit on you know Drake's uh, and the arena tour is fucking crazy. But people always say Drake is the biggest artist in the world, type shit, right? Is he truly? Because when the fuck he gonna do a stadium tour? And the only reason why I truly bring is because I was on HBO Max like a week or two, probably three weeks ago. And the weekend, he had a, uh, one of his live shows that dropped on, on HBO Max. And it was at SoFi Stadium. That's where the Rams play, the Chargers play, the football uh, stadium. That's like 60, 70, 80 motherfucking thousand people. When Beyonce going to all she she be doing stadiums and shit. Um, what's the white lady name? What's the white chick name? Um, Taylor Swift, she be doing stadiums. So when I'm seeing the weekend do stadiums, the first thing I thought was, why do I never ever hear people talk about the weekend as being like one of the biggest artists out there, or being the biggest artist out? Because that nigga got hits on him. When I was just watching that shit, that was like an hour and 45 minutes of just nonstop hits. I forgot I knew that much weekend. 
But it's like when you think of Drake, you we automatically assume that that Drake has that spot of being a number one artist in the world. So when I'm seeing the arena tour, it's like, damn, okay, that's lit. That should be a good show. It's him and Twenty One Savage. That should be a nice little show. But it's like, damn, nigga, why you not doing stadiums and shit by now? Nigga, he been in the game for twenty years, if not twenty, nigga, at least fifteen. Why not? Why you not doing stadiums and shit right now? But I'm pretty sure we'll get to that point. I don't know if that nigga just scared or something, but I would think that Drake would have been to the stadium tour by now. At least a six, a six, uh, a six city stadium tour. Or something, my nigga. Like they ain't got America on lock. This nigga got America on fucking lock. He can go to any motherfucking city, any national city where all these fucking basketball teams and shit at. These football teams and shit is that go to the stadiums, my nigga, and sell that bitch out. But I would admire tell Drake how to make money, right? <laughs> um, but I did see that he's coming to uh, Glendale, which is nigga, right? He's coming right around the corner, nigga, right around the motherfucking me corner. You know what I'm saying? Um, to motherfucking me uh, on his last leg, his last show of the motherfucking me tour. And I want to go. I, I want to go. I've never been to a Drake concert, a Drake show, period. I've only been to, like, two shows in my life. I went to a Kevin Gates show, which was fucking crazy. The Kevin Gates show was actually really motherfucking good. It was for the, uh, was it, is it Allah? What album is that? Not the one that just dropped, but it was the one that dropped before that nigga went to jail. That, that, that shit was hard. That shit was, that, that, that concert was live. It was that motherfucker, he had... The line was wrapped around, nigga. The line was for blocks, my nigga. Like that motherfucker was sold out. That motherfucker was way over capacity. It was fighting them. That motherfucker was lit. Like Kevin Gates really put on a great motherfucking show. Um, the second cons, the second show I went to was Rick Ross, bro. And that motherfucker was surprisingly dead. Like it blows my mind how when Rick Ross come out here, do no, no, bro, don't nobody fuck with Rick Ross, bro. That nigga shows be empty as a motherfucker. Like when he be saying that biggest bullshit, I'd be like, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, my nigga. I've been in one of his shows and I don't know, it wasn't not nobody in that motherfucker. I'm talking about nigga, nobody. He getting there stop performing type shit. But I wanna go to the Drake show. I wanna see, I just wanna see. I just wanna see what that what that's like. But I got a feeling it's gonna bring all the women out in the city type shit. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be on some some super smooth type shit. I don't believe it's gonna be too no drama. I mean, you got 21 Savage there, so it might be a little, you know what I'm saying? You're going to bring up some hood niggas that, you know what I'm saying, at least, but I want to see what that's about. You know what I'm saying? I believe that's going to be a nice little moment for the city type shit, just because it's the last month of me show of the tour. Like, you never know what the fuck going to happen on the last show of the tour, so I got to go with that motherfucker. I seen the tickets. Uh, I forget what city they showed the, the price for them tickets. Though. It was like $300 for some tickets that shit. You know, I'm pretty sure the closer you get going to be crazy, but and he ain't doing no stadium, so it shouldn't be that motherfucker be crazy. I'm pretty sure the meeting grease probably go for like twelve, fifteen hundred type shit. But I do want to go. I do want to go just to be in the motherfucker building, but just see what he gonna perform. Like I said, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see like because certain shit, bro. I just don't think you can go to it by yourself type shit. You know what I'm saying? Because me personally, I can go to like I can go out of the country. I can go on a cruise. I can go to a resort type shit by myself. But I feel like going to a Drake concert <laughs> when I'm not the uh, like a Drake Drake fan like that, 
I feel like you gotta go to a Drake concert with a woman. Like you can't go to no Drake concert on some solo dolo shit. And my only thing about going to concerts, especially like concerts like this, when I know it's like far out type shit, it's like nigga, I ain't what the fuck. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go on uh on matchmakers.com for a date to the motherfucking me Drake concert. <laughs> like that shit so far out, man. I'll be forgetting to get them damn tickets, but so that shit happens all the time. But this time around, I'm gonna make sure I get the ticket kind of early type shit. So. I'm probably just get two tickets anyway, just to fuck around. Make sure I make sure I take somebody, because I ain't trying to be the oddball ass nigga in a Drake concert <laughs> by myself singing alone in Marvin's room. <laughs> I got a reputation to protect, my nigga. <laughs> I can't go out like no chump. <laughs> Real motherfucking talk. Um, but moving on, man. We wrap the motherfucking podcast up, man. Gonna be a shorter episode than usual. Um. I want to talk about John Morant. You know, I promise y'all, I, well, I didn't promise y'all, but I told y'all I wouldn't be speaking about John Morant no more. Um, but news has broken today. Um, John Morant has spoken. He did a sit down with Jalen Rose in a full uh, interview with Jalen Rose. Um, I kind of seen that coming just because Jalen Rose has a history. Jalen Rose it was a known gang member. Um, Jalen Rose was known to be in trap houses when he was getting raided. He was a member of the Fab Five, my nigga. Like, Jalen Rose is like that. Like, I, don't, I know niggas know Jalen Rose from being on TV, giving his takes and having a fresh haircut and shit, and having Kobe drop 81 points on him. But no, Jalen Rose is like that. The nigga daddy was the number one overall draft pick in the NBA and didn't even raise him, like, didn't love him, none of that shit. So that nigga grew up in the trenches, my nigga. So Jalen Rose is like that. And, I, and I'm proud to see that they linked those two, you know what I'm saying, to make that interview happen just because. It makes the most sense, and Jalen Rose kind of fits the the ilk of what John Morant is claiming to be type shit. Um, but he spoke. They did an interview. Uh, but before the interview uh, was dropped, we seen news that John Morant got off like a motherfucker. Everybody was sitting back expecting John Morant to get like fifty games. John Morant only got eight games, and they prorated the eight games. He missed five games already, so he only gonna miss three more games. And he may miss like, you know what I'm saying, like two or three more after that, just because, you know what I'm saying, let let shit kind of fizzle out a little bit more. But the nigga only getting eight game suspension, and motherfuckers thought he was gonna get fifty. That nigga got away Scott motherfucking free. Now of course you gotta think about the shit off the court, the endorsements, the Coca-Cola deal he lost, the Powerade deal. The motherfucking me shoe deal. All that shit was supposed to get released this week. And now that shit's getting released. All that shit's being put on hold. I'm pretty sure the dude lost at least 50 million endorsements. 50 million endorsements already. So, of course, the hit he gonna really feel is off the court. His eight games without pay was only like 700K. Now, 700K to me, nigga, is fucking. That's, that's a million. They don't give a fuck what nobody said. But 700K compared to the Tens of millions you lost off the court, it fails in comparison type shit. But for him to only get eight games is fucking crazy. For him, for for, for news to be announced, what, two, three days ago? What, did like, no no earlier than Monday was news announced that he was going to motherfucking me, uh, to fucking Florida to a motherfucking me rehab center. Now this nigga already late leaving the rehab center. Now, of course, they say he was already at the rehab center. He had been there for about a week already. So he did about a week in rehab, talked to Adam Silver, got this shit out of the way. Now, the main thing I really want to talk about is because 
these two people' names are always going to are always going to be tied together because they both was with Nike. One we one got dropped for the other. Remember, if you remember when the Kyrie Irving situation dropped about the whole um, link to the uh, movie, and when the backlash started to come, my thing about Kyrie Irving was he well, he didn't handle it right. If he just would have handled that situation right, it really wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Instead, Kyrie Irving doubled the fuck down. The reason why I'm bringing it up now is because I think the reason John Morant only got eight games is because of how proactive the nigga was in, in resolving the situation. I honestly feel like because John Morant came out, nigga, what, a day, the day of or the next day, once the news had broke, with the apology, with the statement saying, this is me, this is my wrongdoing, I will be taking the time away to go get the help I needed. With him doing that, that, that kind of made so he always was taking onus, he was ahead of the shit, he already went away, and he going to get help. He already put the conversation in, in the direction that he said he going to get help. So niggas was speculating it could have been something super crazy, so niggas wasn't really going in on the nigga. He was, all, he was controlling the situation from afar if you truly peep game. Because a nigga said he going the way to get help, niggas automatically assume he going to rehab. When you, was, when you hear a nigga going to rehab, you know it's, you, you, you automatically assume it's like the motherfuckers. Alcohol, the drug shit, you know what I'm saying, some type of mental shit. You know a nigga, he, he, he fucked up type shit. So when you know that, you've already got sympathy and empathy for a motherfucker. So now as you know a nigga didn't already beat, he, he, he did it himself without being forced to do it, without the NBA telling him to go do it, the nigga ran off to go get rehab and go get help. As you got to look at that, he already moving proactive. You know, they're not going to punish that nigga as harsh as the nigga they're going to punish who didn't own him to his mistakes, who doubled down on the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that nigga was moving so proactive, bro, that the eight games damn near make sense. Because shit, you know nigga lost hella money off the court. Nigga, Adam Silver released a motherfucking statement and just said, basically, man, John Moran got, he, he, he fucked up with the kids that look up to him. That's basically what the fuck Adam Silver said. Adam Silver was like, man, he, he gonna have to live that shit off the court. Because he didn't already did it. He didn't already missed eight games on, on, his, own, on his own fucking accord. It's not because the Adam Silver's own too. He already went and took himself and put it and went in timeout. So it's like I think the because he was so proactive in handling this shit, bro. I think that's why a nigga only got eight games because that nigga was supposed to be out of here. This was David Stern, my nigga. I'm old enough to remember David Stern. David Stern would have got John Morant ass back in South Carolina. <laughs> John ass would have been back in South Carolina jumping on tires and shit. It wouldn't have been no more John Morant. Niggas running around this motherfucker talking about the NBA needs John Morant. No, the fuck they don't. My nigga, it would be another John Morant. I'm telling you right now. It would be another fucking explosive point guard. You want to know who the explosive point guard before John Morant was? Dennis Smith Jr., motherfucker. That's who Dennis Smith Jr. was supposed to be. He looking at John Morant right now, hoping this nigga never come back. Dennis Smith Jr. was the was the explosive point guard before this. So I'm not what I'm saying is the NBA don't need none of these niggas. When LeBron retired, the NBA gonna keep on going. 
when Michael Jordan retired the first time, the NBA kept on going. When he came back and he retired again, the NBA kept on motherfucking going. NBA don't need none of these. Ain't none of these niggas bigger than them three letters. But I just think it's dope the nigga only got eight games. He got off easy as fuck. Like, see, he got off easy as a motherfucker. But I'm happy. Like, I'm happy he only got eight games. I'm happy to see he gonna come back. Like I told y'all, I can see him coming back and just because seeing the, the amount of people jumping out there for support. Like, you see how I many people that were supporting John Morant? I would have loved to see that with Megan the Stallion. <laughs> that nigga is actually toting the gun. She's the one who got shot. But when I seen that many people going, jumping out the windows to support that nigga, I knew he could, he could bounce back from this shit. Um, it's just going to take a little bit of, you know what I'm saying, PR from the team and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Make sure, you know what I'm saying, dumb down that motherfucking noise. You know what I'm saying? Probably get your homeboy stop coming to the game. Probably won't see Team Morant that much type shit. Who knows? But it, it, it'll be interesting to see, man. It'll be interesting to see how he, how he does come back. His eligibility starts on Monday. Um, so that, that'll be interesting to see what the fuck the Memphis Grizzlies do going forward. Um, but I think that's all I got on the motherfucking me docket, man. Very short motherfucking me episode. Uh, I'm still behind the scenes trying to find uh, a better motherfucking me camera. But I'm, I'm getting real sick and tired of um, the pause and the glitch and the lagging. I don't know why the fuck it does that. Um, I've went and bought multiple fucking cameras already and it still does it. I, I don't know what the fuck it is, but I'm tired of that shit. I'm editing. I'm some of my favorite parts of the episode I can't even put out because it'd be some technical difficulty shit going on with this fucking camera. So um, that's what I'm finna do when I get off here. We're finna get back on on the, on, on the internet, on the website, the shit looking for this camera. Um, I'm gonna go to the motherfucking uh, Best Buy or something tomorrow. Um, and just trying to get better equipment, bro. At least I'm trying to find better, get better knowledge of this shit, bro. Because I'm starting to figure out that you just can't get certain shit. You just can't get some shit and think that it's gonna do everything you need to do. You know what I'm saying? You can't just get the cheapest shit just because it's the cheapest shit that you can afford. Sometimes, but you gotta you gotta drop a bag on some shit. But if you truly want your shit to look, you know what I'm saying? How, how you want it to look? So it's shit not cheap, man. But Knowing that this shit not cheap, you just don't want to serve. You just want to drop your money on some shit that you know what I'm saying ain't gonna serve the purpose you truly need to serve. So, uh, stick with your boy. You know what I'm saying as we upgrade the motherfucking me technology, man. But with that being said, uh, we're gonna wrap the motherfucking me podcast up right motherfucking me there. Uh, let me see. We got the hateful black woman is crazy. Me support man the stallion. Troy Ave being the hardest nigga ever. Diplo taking this shit to a whole nother level. <laughs> That nigga Diplo getting head by niggas and thinking he's still like, man, that's crazy. <laughs> Drake announcing the tour of me stepping inside that thing. John Moran speaking out. Um, Yeah, bro, that's all I motherfucking me got, man. Uh, with that being said, let's drop this fire-ass beat on these niggas. Um, with that being said, man, we don't get the fuck about here, man. Episode 129, man. Episode short and motherfucking me usual. Wasn't that sh- that much shit going on, man. I don't want to talk about the blue face shit. I'm kind of tired of talking about blue face. You know what I'm saying? And the Krishan Rock. You know what I'm saying? Once kids is involved, I kind of want to get the fuck out the motherfucking picture, man. To be honest with you. Um, just because I told y'all all this shit was going to happen months ago. I said all this shit. Like, he should get away while he could type shit. But he stayed. You know what I mean? Like, 
there's nothing much for me to say type shit. I'm not, I'm not interested no more. Um, it's embarrassing for honestly the Shane's tweet he's putting out on Twitter right now. Um, but I've seen this story play out before. Of ain't shit niggas and ain't shit bitches. Like I've seen this before time and time again. I'm not interested no more. I've, this this is the car accident. <laughs> like her getting pregnant and shit was the car accident. <laughs> like that's all I need to see, my nigga. <laughs> um but with that being said, man, y'all know I give it up, man. You know what I'm saying? So all love these ways. Never let them sidetrack you with the bullshit. Always keep the main thing the main thing. Stay safe. Stay short, stay sane, and I'll try our next motherfucking episode. We out this motherfucker. Peace. I ain't gonna lie, man. That nigga Jai got off like a motherfucker. <laughs> that nigga Jai just got off like a motherfucker, but I ain't gonna hold you, B. I am not gonna hold you, but like a part of me, like when I first seen the news, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm a Gilbert Arenas nigga, you know what I'm saying? Gilbert is my favorite point guard of all time. Gilbert is my second favorite player of all time behind Kobe. So I'm like, how the fuck is when Gilbert got that suspension? Like, I was mad as a motherfucker as a kid. He was he was in the prime of his career. So this nigga John Ring get eight games. I was like, what the fuck? But then the part of me was in the, in the rest. I had to think for like five seconds. And the rest of me was just like, you know, I'm happy for a nigga, man. I, I like when I like when I see niggas get this white privilege, man. <laughs> I like this shit because I, I you expect shit like this from a white dude. Like if a white dude could did some shit like this, he got eight games. He'd be like, what the fuck? It'd be outrage type shit. But the simple fact that John Moran is a nigga with dreads, tattoos, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> I fuck with it, man. I'm happy, man. Get get a little nigga a chance to just get over this shit as fast as he can. Type shit. As soon as possible, let this shit become old news. Let him dunk over a few niggas, you know, hopefully get past the first round. Let this shit be old motherfucking news, man. Real talk. Um, let, this, let this young nigga continue to be, you know what I'm saying? The, 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 the biggest face... Fully for the American side in the, uh, the NBA. He a bigger face in the NBA than Jason Tatum. It's, it's, even though Jason Tatum plays for a much bigger franchise, but as much as I love JT, John Moran Light is a, is a little bit brighter. You know what I'm saying? So the NBA kind of, they want this nigga to get, make this shit old news as fast as possible, man. I'm happy to see that a nigga is getting this opportunity. Real talk. Uh, but with that being said, I'm on with this motherfucker. Ah, right, you niggas. <laughs> all right, all y'all, man. Next episode, man. We out this motherfucker. Peace. Welcome to Raw is OG. All right, man. You know the fuck that is, nigga. We're playing on me, man. <laughs>